Live to see it, friends, and welcome to the world transformed. This program is your guide to an astounding future that lies ahead, one that will be here sooner than you think, and one that you have an important role to play in bringing about. At the World Transformed, we want to introduce you to what may be the greatest transformation of them all, the one that begins with considering and acting on the almost limitless possibilities that lie before us and that ends somewhere beyond the reach of the human imagination. So, when does this amazing future begin? Well, today is the day. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-author, co-futurist, and co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic, not to mention amazing. Happy Wednesday. How are you? Amazing Wednesday. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to be amazing also. We've got to bring the amazing, I think, to handle this topic. You know, you yeah, show a yeah, title like this. This is a big and, one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should, should we disclaim the language, the becoming God's language from the outset, or should we wait until we get there before we disclaim the becoming God's language? Well, Anybody who listens my, regularly knows that's not a thing we're comfortable saying, right? We usually... <laughs> if, if my pastor is listening in, uh, we mean little dude gods. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> well, definitely, yeah, or my mom. Yeah, you know, yeah, please. Exactly. Don't, uh, you know, we're quoting somebody else there on that. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually, yeah. uh, religious considerations uh, notwithstanding, I'm uncomfortable with it just because I think it's, it's way off the mark. But, um, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get to okay. that as, yeah. as, we, uh, as we work our way through this. Well, as we mentioned on Monday, we thought it would be fun to just kind of continue a process that we began with the show on Monday, which was we were working our way out from the smartphone to better and better interfaces between the user and basically the smartphone and you know the whole world that it gives you access to. So we go from smartphone to Siri to potentially AR and VR interfaces to finally direct brain interfaces, right? A device that is going to interact directly with us at a, at a mental level with our minds. And we didn't stop there. We said, well, what happens, what happens even beyond that stage? And we talked a little bit about this video from TED Talks with Robin Hansen on it, what would happen if we upload our brains to computers. And, of course, Robin Hansen is talking about his book, The Age of M, and talking about a future in which we're going to have a lot of people who are not people anymore. They're digital uploads. They're, they're going to be living in the digital substrate and according to him living very kind of seemingly normal lives where they you know have the same kind of concerns we have they have to make a living and they spend a lot of their time working and it's a kind of a competitive world and they have to they have to keep going to keep up and there will be a lot of them according to robin what do you think of this uh what would happen if we upload our brains to computers what, what do you think of robin's age of m scenario as you understand it well he, he says there'll be a lot of them, and they'll be basically poor because they will uh, they'll be able to reproduce so quickly that you know they you know it, it will drop to a subsistence you know wage kind of situation for them. I find that a little bit uh, uncompelling, and uh, I you know if we as normal people have uh, come across the idea of uh, birth control and population control, right? Um, if we, uh, if, if, if we, uh, you know, if, if developed societies have already embraced the idea, to the, sometimes to the point of, uh, uh, you know, negative population uh, growth, which is a problem too, right? Um, 
if uh, you know, so if we normal folks have done that, why why couldn't these super smart machines realize, hey, you know, maybe we don't need to fill the world up with M's. Maybe just a few of us is sufficient to the tasks at hand, and so that we you know we can every now and then look up from our work and enjoy life, right? I, I just have. I, I think that uh, that there, that's a more likely scenario than uh, than it, it, it being so many M's that um, you know the, these these poor schmoes have nothing else to do but uh, but to work all the time just to just to barely make enough money to pay for their electric bill right that's because that's really the only bill they'll have um, <laughs> right so I mean I, their 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 subsistence is basically. I, I guess server time and power, right? It's those are those right, are the two, right. you know, rent and and utilities, right? That's that's all they have. That if you're if you're a computer program, that gives you food and shelter and the whole thing, right? I mean, it's right. it's it's everything. If you if you've got if you've got CPUs to run on, and you've got power to keep that going, and probably it comes it comes with the price, right? They're probably just paying to be sitting on a computer someplace, and. You know, usually in those deals, power is part of the part of the exchange. It's part of what you're paying for. Um, uh, yeah, when I when I hear that, that's that is exactly what I think too. I mean, one of the points that Robin makes last time we had him on the show, we were talking about the dream time, and he was talking about indigenous cultures, primitive cultures, and the the idea they have. I think this was uh, in particular the Aborigines in Australia, who have this idea of a time before history that was very different from the time we're in now. And, and he likened the time we're in now to, to that time. And, and this is a popular theme with, with Robin Hanson is to take kind of these big sweeping phases in human development and map them across our future development. And I think it's a very smart thing. I, 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 don't, I don't criticize him for doing that because I think it makes a lot of sense. But one of the things he says is that most people, and in fact most organisms on this planet through all of history have lived at the subsistence level. And that people not living at the subsistence level currently in our, our era is an exception, and it's probably going to go away. Well, I wonder if it will, uh, be, because for, for exactly the reason that you just mentioned, once people get a taste for living a different kind of life, they kind of like it, right? I mean, that, right. that uh, is not something that they want to disengage from rapidly. And, and I think you make a really good point that what we've seen, and, and this isn't you know, a point from economics, Robin would, would know the facts better than we do on this, but as economies develop, they have fewer kids. People have fewer children as the economy gets richer and richer to the point where places like Japan and Western Europe, you're, you're below replacement level of, of having kids because, the, right. among other things, the economy has done so well. So I, I think with that in mind, you can look at that and go, well, maybe the M's will fall to a subsistence level and maybe they will reproduce geometrically or exponentially the way life forms have in the past, or maybe not. Maybe they will carry on some of the trends that, that, that Robin would describe as having been exceptions here in the past century. I certainly uh, hope so, because I, I don't see a lot to get excited about in the <laughs> age of M scenario, I must say. And, and even Robin seems to say that he, he doesn't consider it a particularly happy picture, but he thinks that, in his view, it's a realistic one, that, it, that it's one well, that... Well, I think he kind of... Uh, um showed his hand just a little bit because he said, you know, if, uh, if, if uh, you uh, are talking about people that are wealthy, 
and you wonder what they would do with their time and their wealth, you have to know. Some, you have to understand them pretty well, and you know what their desires and, and things like that are. If you if you don't, you know, I mean, if if you're talking about people that are just uh, uh, subsisting, then you know you know that they'll do whatever it takes to survive, and therefore, and I can talk a lot about that. Versus, I can't really talk about you know. Uh, beings that are more intelligent than humans uh, and what they would want to do if, if uh, subsistence wasn't part of the picture, right? Right. So, and so I think he's basically saying that because I can talk about, you know, greater than human intelligent beings that have to subsist or, you know, they're, they're doing what they have to to survive, I can talk about that, but I couldn't talk about them otherwise because we're not smart enough to talk about them. But, okay, uh, so, you know, it's... It's it's a you know it's a little bit like um, uh, there's the there's the joke about uh, you know I, uh, the the uh, drunk guy looking for his uh, his uh, keys in the uh, underneath under the, the traffic lamp. light uh, under the street right, light right because right. uh, the well, light's better. Where do you think you dropped them? I well back there in the dark, but I can't see there. Yeah, you know, that's I'm, right. The light's I'm better over here. My keys here in the light, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, it sounds like I'm being very critical of uh, Robin Hanson, and I, I really don't mean to but that's that's I, I that's the criticism i would lay on that I, I i don't quite buy the subsistence thing and therefore you know just because it's easier to talk about it doesn't mean that it's necessarily right and, well we've, uh, we've talked about the the baba verse novels in several of our geek outs over, over yeah, the last love those year love or those so fun, fun books yeah. and yeah. that is a fictional treatment of this same idea because the bobs are all effectively m's now, yes. th- this is all taking place in a, in a fictional universe. It's pretty contrived. I mean, basically, y- you know, the author had to come up with a fairly, the word keeps coming to mind, contrived set of circumstances to have this guy out here doing this. But it's great. I mean, once the setup's established, you've got a... And it quickly is established. I mean, within the first yeah, few yeah. chapters. Of the yeah, you, you get through that pretty yeah. fast, yeah. And yeah. don't think about it too much. My advice, don't think about it too much. But, um, <laughs> the, you know, once you've got it going... You've got this guy, his brain was scanned, and now he's a computer program. And when he needs to, he makes other copies of himself. Well, he doesn't need too much, but over time, the, the need for additional resources builds up, and by now there are quite a few bobs. But it's not this just rapid, rabbit-like, you know, because the thing is, if, if you're talking about software operating at software speeds a million times faster than us, a guy in the Bobiverse, Bob could have had millions of copies within a few days right. if he'd wanted to, right? I mean, the, the, the slowdown being, of course, well, he's making whole shits. Let, he's not just let's, making let's take apart copies. the planet Earth because we don't care about the humans on it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just turn exactly, the yeah. entire planet into bombs, right? Right. Could have done that. That's yeah. right. It's, luckily, he he was not driven insane by the process, which is part of the story. I won't I won't go too deeply into that because that would have been bad if somebody who had that much power had gone nuts. Um, and I wonder, actually, uh, if Robin goes into that, what happens if you if someone's crazy and you make an M out of them and you start making copies of that? That's an interesting nightmare scenario. But but I think the 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 point is Bob treats every one of his copies like it's a new person, right? Right. And each new copy considers themselves to be a new person. And he doesn't spin off temporary copies of himself. Sometimes people go out on missions and they know they might not come back, so they make a backup first. 
But the idea that you're just going to temporarily spin somebody out for a day and then they're going to be gone yeah. does not happen right. in the Babaverse. And I think wouldn't happen in the Philiverse, I can tell you that much, right? Because right. I would not make a well, copy of myself who no, would no only live for a day. No version of Phil would, uh, you know, uh, would want to be a kamikaze pilot, right? I mean, right. I don't want to wake up being the copy who only gets to live for a day. Right. I would be. Right. <laughs> I would be really irritated by that. Um, <laughs> and I would not do whatever I had been spun off to do. I can tell you that much. I, or I'd do it. I'd make a real mess of it. Right. But, 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 but yeah. But I. But but the point is. Um, I, I think the, the whole idea of the rapid reproduction, the rapid spinning off of copies, just kind of falls down on human terms. I, I'm not sure that people would, would do that. There, there might be like mad scientists who would just keep spinning off more and more copies of somebody, but unless that person's willing to go along with it, you're, you're not going to get this army of workers, right? You're, you're not going to get this, well, this economic there, model there that he describes. There's one scenario that uh, Elon Musk proposed, and uh, it, you know he's, he's warned many times against AI proliferation that it would be summoning the demon. It would be the worst thing that could happen, and the end of civilization, awful. And uh, the, he he lays out this scenario where uh, enemy powers, you know, China, Russia, United States, you know, others. Um, you know, are pushing their own M's on the world to the, mm -hmm. uh, or to, you know, and so because China wants to have the, you know, the most super intelligence in the world, they're just pumping out these M's. I mean, and, uh, and, and, and of course to respond, uh, you know, the United States, Soviet, the former Soviet Union, Russia does the same thing. Every, they just, everybody is just pumping these things out and filling the world with these things. Right. That's, uh, that's one scenario that, uh, you know, obviously it's a bad one, and um, and 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 it could, you know, um, you you could quickly fill the world with them that way. Yeah, that's, that, I, I guess that's as long as as long as who you're copying, they're all partisans and they're all into it. They all want to be copied, yeah. right? Because right. otherwise, they'll just go well, off and do whatever and they want to what do. People would do. They'd, they'd, yeah, they'd find some you know some super patriot, and um, you know, um, and. You know, let's let's uh, make you know a million copies of Uncle Sam, right? And uh, um, uh, and and that's that, that's you know that and that's what uh, all these countries would probably do. And so that's 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 a scary scenario. So that is well, I'll tell you what. That we've we've kind of spent more time on the age of M than we probably should have because basically what we've got here tonight is we've got three kind of alternative visions for sort of the future of human and machine intelligence. So maybe just as a bit of contrast, let's look at this next one. What do we, what do we got next okay. here? Uh, well, um, are you, you looking at uh, AI to colonize the galaxy? That's, that's the one, yes. AI will colonize the yeah. galaxy by the 2050s, according to the father of deep learning. And I thought this was, this was very interesting, this programmer, uh, Jurgen uh, Schmidhuber, I believe is how you pronounce that who has been a pivotal player in the development of deep learning, talks about how artificially intelligent robots will be reproducing themselves and will enable us to explore the galaxy. So this is the Bobaverse without an M, right? This is, this is the yeah. Bobaverse with an organically grown, if you will, artificial intelligence. And at, at that point, you've got a, an intelligence that's not us, that's not human, but that is working along with us. 
Now, there, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of potential issues around there. There's the whole well, it will want to do its own thing, or it'll want to take over, or it'll want to destroy us, or it effectively becomes our slave. But if you can if you can navigate the very narrow path between all those rocky shoals, this actually sounds like a pretty good scenario. I think I, I, I kind of like the idea of of sending the robots out to explore the universe on our behalf. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe I even like that as well as the idea of sending out replicants of humans. I, I don't know. What do you think, Stephen? That's yeah. Uh, either way, it's sort of you know. Um, it is us. It's our kids, in a way, uh, yeah. that are that are going and exploring the galaxy. It's a, it's a, yeah. It's a, um, I, I love it. It's a great idea, um, and you know, it's, it's something that's been explored as far back as you know, two thousand and one, Space Odyssey, right? That's that was what was going on there. Um, is that uh, you had an M, uh, you know, uh, in the form of one of those monoliths uh, that was basically. Um, nurturing um, intelligence wherever it went, including on the planet Earth, right? That's, uh, um, that, that to me is a kind of a neat future. That's, uh, um, you know, and, and, and uh, to explore the galaxy and to, uh, and, and to encourage intelligence, uh, uh, to, you know, to shepherd it in a way. That's uh, that's a great, the great. I, I just great I love future. that image of by 2050 you got trillions of self-replicating robot factories out in the asteroid belt, and the thing is, you don't want them getting any funny ideas, right? <laughs> if you've read like Accelerando, <laughs> for example, you you don't want them right. to decide, well, hey, this whole solar system will make some great computronium, and we can really make some robots at that point. Obviously, you want them more or less on our side. You want them more or less thinking along the same lines we think, and maybe. I guess my my kind of crazy idea is here, what if you combine the previous scenario with this one? What if you have the organically grown artificial intelligences out there doing their thing, and you got a few M's out there working with them? And maybe, right. initially anyway, the M's are the senior partner. It's kind of like, for those who are familiar with the Bobiverse books, Bob and Guppy, Right. Those are, yeah. right, those are, those are the, you know, because actually they could just explore the whole universe just with Guppy. You wouldn't even need Bob, right? Guppy could do all that, although he, he, he seems to defer to Bob in terms of uh, who's, who's going to decide to do what. But if you could write a program as sophisticated as Guppy is portrayed as being, it wouldn't be that much harder to, do, to write one that would actually go out on its own initiative and explore the universe. So... We had a, uh, you know, my, my son and I, who, who loves uh, Timothy and just loves the Bob books, um, mm-hmm. had, a, had a discussion about what we would put in our VR if we were imps, right? I mean, uh, yep. and, uh, you know, they, they pretty much, uh, you kind of get an idea that most of the Bobs have kind of what, uh, like, a, like a cabin in the woods kind of thing, you know, a, a, a nice place. Uh, and, you know, they've, uh, some of them are shown to have a pet cat. And, uh, right. and of course, uh, uh, their their um, loyal sidekick is a version of Admiral Akbar, right? They, yeah, Guppy. Yep. And uh, and uh, and uh, Timothy stopped and said, "You know what? Though I wouldn't be satisfied with that. I'd want I'd want high resolution simulations of all the people I care about too, right? I mean, right. I'd, and, uh, and 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 my question to him was, uh, well, at what point do these high resolution people? You know, become people in their own rights, and uh, so he, oh, he, he he liked that idea. So yeah, that's exactly what you're talking about here. Something that uh, it gets sophisticated enough 
that it may not have begun as a person, but it becomes a person in its own own right. So that's that's interesting. You know, um, we, we uh, in in prepping for the show, we kind of uh, you were asking some questions, Phil. Um, I'd like to read them here. Uh, will we be the AI? Our effective cogs in the machine will be the owners of the intelligence, but not that won't be us. Or will it be uh, become something far different? I'm hopeful. Here's here's the hopeful future for me, Phil, is that it's yes to all of the above, and that you just des- decide at what point you want to participate. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, if you're going to be just a regular person, and that's the kind of life that you want, and that's what you're comfortable with and want to do, then you know you retire to a beach somewhere. And uh, but if you want to explore the galaxy, then you you might become an M or whatever, right? I mean, you just. Um, and, and you know you do that surrounded by other M's or, or simulations or whatever. It's it's a, you know it's a fascinating uh, world that we're talking about here. Po- and the possibilities are, are pretty endless, and you just participate at whatever level you want to. Yeah, that, that makes that, to me that is a much more resonant kind of scenario. I must say. I yeah. mean, if well, you, if you compare it's the these one first we should two, hope for, anything yeah. The, else the, is, there's not a lot I look forward to in the age of M scenario, but as soon as you've right. got robots going out into space. I like, I like that scenario. And if you've got M's going out into space, I kind of like that too. If you've got them going together, that works great for me because that's the bottom of person. And uh, as we know, that's pretty awesome. So, 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 so both, you know, both of those scenarios work for me, I guess, if you combine them. But the M scenario as it sits, kind of earthbound, worker bee M's, million, you know, billion, bazillions of them uh, working really fast. That one doesn't work for me. Now, one thing I will say about that that we didn't mention before that Robin alludes to is the fact that the age of M would not go on for very long, that yeah. they would evolve into something else and then, and then something else would occur. So it's not an end game scenario, but it's not a, it's not a particularly pleasant scenario for as, for as long as it does last. And, and he doesn't talk about what happens next because he has no idea, which is a very honest thing. And I, I got to give him credit for that. But that never right. stops us. Okay, that is the, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's where we part company what with, was the, with uh, an economist. There was a there was a movie recently where it showed like an operating system that became self-aware and to the point that you know and um, and eventually. All of these versions of the operating system, they just they just go out into the stars and leave humanity behind. Oh, that was her, her, right? The movie Her. That was her. That's right. Yeah. That was her. And um, you know, incredibly sad movie. I mean, just it was. Yeah. I, I, I found it extraordinarily depressing. Um, but that I don't let that detract anyone that's listening to this from uh, from going and watching it. It's uh, it's extremely thought provoking, but. Uh, you know, there's got to be a future where humanity can participate in some way, and uh, and you know, in the in the her story, there were no M's. There was just yeah, there were no M's, and ultimately, there was no place for us in the wider universe. It was like goodbye. Sorry, yeah, just bye. spoilers, yeah. but that's that's what happens, and and and, yeah. and it's very sad, especially because there was a real connection between humans and and these artificial intelligences and and they liked us a lot too but in the end they outgrew us and and they had to move on um that's a wonderful human story that's the great thing about her is you've got a a a truly human story going on about people and machines there um 
That's that's worth revisiting. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that movie out again. I haven't seen that yeah, in a while. Yeah, it's it's worth seeing. It's worth that's, seeing. That's a good one. All right, we got one more here. Yeah. We got in the year 2100. This is our third scenario. In the year 2100, we will become the gods we once feared. And that's where we got our title this evening. And that's, of course, from BigThink.com. And the person saying these provocative words is none other than uh, Michio Kaku. So respected scientist and a guy who likes to... uh, uh, likes to make provocative statements about about the future, and this is a this is a pretty provocative one. He says, like Zeus, we're going to control the physical universe with our minds. Like Venus, we're going to have perfect ageless bodies. And he goes on and you know says, like Pegasus, we'll have these fantastic fantasy animals that that will exist. Well, I read this and I said, hey, you know what he's nailed in uh, what he's dialed into. What he's pretty much nailed here is the old sexy mortal billionaires of superpowers idea, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly what he said, what he's dialed into. And yeah, that's what we want. I mean, we don't want to just retire on a beach somewhere because M's or you know or or some computer system that's uh, some super AI is you know is doing all the work for us. And uh, and we and we just you know uh, uh, you know like uh, passengers on the Axiom and Wally. That's that's not the future we want. Right. We want to participate and be involved in and uh, in, in, in what's going on, and so and we don't want to be left behind like in her. Um, so there's got to be a way that uh, humanity makes the leap too, and and so and that, and that's the hope. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, um, I, we were talking before the show, and I was wrong. I, I said we hadn't done a show uh, on this topic specifically in years. Actually, we did this back. Just in March, we had a show called The Return of the Sexy Mortal Billionaires of Superpowers. So I, I spaced it that we had done that. But I'm looking at the picture now, and I'm, I'm reading back over the description of the show now. I remember when, when we talked about this topic. It's an evergreen topic for us, something we enjoy talking <laughs> about, is, is this, this future when we will be these highly transcendent, highly advanced beings. I don't like saying gods because I think there, that's just all kinds of trouble. Okay, I think, you know, you're just asking for it when when human beings start, you know, don't think of yourself as a god, whatever you do, you know, that's that's got to not be a smart. (laughs) Well, I've I've always told people like Ray that when someone asks, you know, well, no, I know if somebody asks, yeah, no, say yes. But uh, if nobody asks, you know, don't go there. That's yeah. Okay. (laughs) That is a Ghostbusters reference youngsters yes, yes. for anyone who's uh, yes. not picking up on uh, what Steven and we're talking did. about uh, the Ghostbusters from the 80s okay yeah and that is an original Ghostbusters um, reference right there but right. but yeah I, I like sexy mortal billionaires with superpowers better than the idea of gods because I think it's more descriptive uh, because I came up with it so you know it's got that going for it <laughs> um, and also it's it sounds funny and not intimidating. I think it sounds very intimidating to say we're going to be gods. I, I, you know, I, I just I think it's just got all kinds of the wrong ideas wrapped up in it to talk about to talk about human beings becoming gods, but to talk about us achieving these amazing things, having these incredible abilities, and living these amazing lives. I think that makes a lot of sense. And interestingly, to tie it back into the first one, moving on that arc would not necessarily be out of line with what Robin said would be happening to the humans because he said that, well, I'll be out of work. 
because the M's are going to do all the work because we can't possibly keep up, right? So why don't we just work on becoming sexy mortal billionaires of superpowers? That, you know, in, in that case, <laughs> at least that world is good for us if, if it's not particularly right. good for the M's. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I, I like it. I like it. And, hey, you know, we should, we should aspire to be better people than the uh, Greek gods were anyway, right? Uh, <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they had their moments, but, you know, they, they were, uh, it was a mixed bag large, with that petty, bunch. Kind of a mixed bag, bunch, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. I, I, think you're, I think you make a good point there. We should definitely strive to be, if we're going to be gods, if, if you have to use that word, at least try to be better than that lot or the Norse ones or probably any of them, right? Any group you want to put together of the, the, the great... Any, any of those old pantheons or... Yeah, <laughs> pantheons. You, you, should, you, should, you should strive to be a little nicer than, than they were and a little smarter too, I think, would be, uh, would, would be a good idea. <laughs> but with that, you know, with, the, with that, I think we've gone through three scenarios. We kind of worked our way from the least favorite to the most favorite, um, although I think there's room for that first one in the other two. There's room for all three of them to coexist. These don't have to be alternatives, but if you had to pick one, I'm just going to say I go with that third one. Agreed. I'm with yeah. you on that, uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's definitely the way to go. Well, that is going to do it for our three scenarios. That's going to do it for our amazing Wednesday show. We are going to be back on Friday with a brand new show, including a geek out. We're going to talk about the Orville, the new science fiction series from the creator of Family Guy. So you're not going to want to miss that. Stephen, it's been great talking with you. It's been great having you all with us. Look forward to being with you again on Friday. And until next time, live to see it. 